It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by BetQL, with Ryan Horvath and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Ladies and gentlemen, we got ourselves a brand new week in Major League Baseball, and even though we are post- trade deadline everybody's sitting around well it's a brand new season brand new season and the brand new season we were expecting to start for some teams apparently hasn't started because the san diego padres haven't won a game since the trade deadline and the yankees finally won a game since the trade deadline guys it's bet mgm mlb podcast powered by betql some teams are hot some teams are not and we got to talk about it all right here myself cody decker and ryan horvat we're going to talk to you about everything coming up we got lines we got props we got futures but of course we got to talk about the big stories and that is the teams that are a killing it and b not killing let's start with a team that's absolutely killing it ryan let's do it anyone better than the dodgers because the answer to me is no no you know we were all over that though going into the weekend obviously who doesn't love the moves that the Padres make when you bring in uh, Josh Hader, who leads Major League Baseball and saves, even though the ERA has went up past four. They bring in Juan Soto, who is only 23 years old, one of the best players in all of baseball. Josh Bell, that first game in the lineup together, they look great. Since then, they haven't won a game, like you said, man. And we were all over that. I told you I was going to take the Dodgers all weekend long, even stuck with them on Sunday with Darvish on the mound. Look, they're the better team. Let's be honest. That lineup, uh, Mookie Betts is still featured in that lineup. Uh, Cody Bellinger has been a little bit better. I still trust that rotation. You look at it, they dominated in that series, man. Friday night, 8-1. Saturday, 8-3. They beat up on Darvish on Sunday. So the Dodgers, in my opinion, are still the best team in the National League. Yeah, I agree. They are the best team in the National League. They absolutely dominated the Padres, by the way. It It wasn't like they beat them. I mean, game one, eight to one, game two, eight to three, game three, four, nothing like the Dodgers just reminded everybody. Oh, yeah, we're the Dodgers, by the way. And I actually called it last week. I said, hey, no, Mookie Betts is not going to let this team leave this stadium talking about anything but Mookie Betts. And I'm glad I was right because, man, the Dodgers are just too good, even with that lineup, by the way. That, that doesn't mean it's panic time for the San Diego Padres because guess who's on his rehab assignment down in San Antonio right now? Fernando Tatis Jr. is finally coming back to the Padres. So you're going to finally see a Padre team that's got Manny Machado, that's got Fernando Tatis Jr., that's got Jake Cronenworth, and got Josh Bell, and, ladies and gentlemen, Juan Soto. So this is going to be, oh my God, I don't even know what we're going to be getting out of this team going forward. 
Dude, seriously. But really quick on the Dodgers, run differential this year, plus 226. Oh, the Yankees, second best, plus 206. Then it drops all the way down to Houston, plus 126. It's just like the Dodgers aren't, aren't only beating teams this year. They're just beating up on teams. And it's funny after, you know, they'll drop two or three in a series or three or four, you know, like they're just bored at times. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not worried about the Padres. I think they'll be just fine. You know who the team that – the Dodgers aren't my team of the weekend, as crazy as that sounds, even after beating up on the Padres, the new look Padres. I got to go with the St. Louis Cardinals, who I circled back, took them to win the NL Central. Pretty big, man. I just feel like the I hate what the Brewers did at the deadline, especially so when they didn't have a bat. And then you literally got nothing in return. You're DFA and guys and the Cardinals. Look what they did to the Yankees, man. Game one, they beat them 4-3. Like, in that final game on Sunday, kept going back and forth. They kept battling back. Look at Paul Goldschmidt, the season he's having. Look at Nolan Arenado. And then I trust everybody in that rotation. I can't believe I'm saying that, but they've been really good. I like the moves that they made at the deadline. I think so the Cardinals I. are for real, man. And I wouldn't hate taking a shot on them, you know, a, a World Series future, um, just because that lineup is stacked. I'd go as far and say the Cardinals are the best team in the National League Central now. I, I really, I don't understand what the Brewers were thinking. Uh, moving out, out Hater, I know they can maximize what they can get for him, but at the end of the day, he's a relief pitcher. Relief pitchers are not going to bring in a massive haul, so I didn't understand making that trade when they did. Um, worked out great, obviously, for the San Diego Padres and everything that's going to go forward, but yeah, this Cardinals team, legit legit jordan montgomery by the way obviously taking it to his former team game one of his new team i still do not understand that trade no I one's been able it. to make it sense i don't get it I, I hated it why did the yankees need another outfielder like harrison bader would be a nice luxury but i don't get why you're giving up arms yeah that didn't really make a whole lot of sense didn't love that move so We'll see. I think the Yankees will be just fine. Excited for this game coming up tonight with Garrett Cole on the mound after getting roughed up in his last yeah. start against the same Mariners. We get the same pitching matchup. Really, And then the other team in the National League, obviously the Mets, man. And Jacob DeGrom looked great. Um, so in the National League, you got the Padres, you have the Dodgers, you have the Cardinals, and you know then you have the Mets. In, in the American League, for me, it's pretty much Houston. It's still the Yanks, I guess. I don't know who that third team would be, though. Me neither. I would say pros I mean, possibly the Mariners, but the Mariners have hit a bit of a rough patch since the All-Star break. Um, I don't know if they've hit a rough patch or they've just run into some tough scheduling. I mean, they, they ran into the Houston Astros, who we know they can't beat as of right now. Right. Uh, they're running into the Yankees, who the Yankees are beating up on them. Although, like you mentioned, they're facing Garrett Cole today, who they absolutely dominated last game out. Um, it's going to be interesting, but here's you mentioned the Mets. Yeah. Dude, get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. The Mets are just for real. They they didn't just beat up on the on the Braves this weekend. They they absolutely torched the Braves yeah. this last weekend. They made the Braves look like a third place team compared to this Mets team. This Mets team, 
I mean, everyone was complaining. Mets fandom was absolutely complaining as if the trade deadline was the worst thing that ever happened. That team got better. Your first place team got better at the trade deadline, which is all you could truly ask for. And they go over to the Mets and, I mean, they go over against the Braves and just yeah. dominate, dominate. Dude, DeGrom, excellent. 12 strikeouts. Let's just keep him healthy. Still like the Mets a lot, especially in the postseason. When you go Scherzer, you go DeGrom, one, two. Uh, in a series like them a lot. The Phillies continue to win games. They've won nine of their last 10. Um, and they're eventually going to get Bryce Harper back. Don't hate them as a sneaky wild card team. Just don't think they have enough pitching, even though I do like the moves that they made at the deadline as well, for the most part. And then really quickly, uh, we go over to the South side. Tim Anderson doesn't fly with the team. Tim Anderson does get the suspension reduced, but the White Sox remain, in my opinion, a dumpster fire. And, uh, Man, I just I don't know what to do with them because I'm still sitting on that ticket, obviously, to win the AL Central. Not looking to get off. I did have the Twins over the 81 and a half wins. But every time I think the Sox are coming back to life, man, they let me down. And it's just they seem disinterested. Like they don't want to be out there. Like they've quit on the season. Is that fair? Tony LaRusso's falling asleep in the dugout. I I don't want to say I don't want to think that. I don't want to believe that. I want to believe that this team can still put it together and figure this whole thing out, which they should. This team is on paper again an all-star team. And I remember I got into it with somebody on 670 the score like this team's not an all-star team. I'm like why you why do you say that? He's like, "Well, they're not playing well." And I'm like, "Well, I'm calling them an all-star team because yeah. uh 1 through 9, 7 of them are all-stars. Uh have been all-stars. In fact, look at their pitching staff. Uh Three of them have been all-stars. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. This is an all-star team I, that just isn't winning and not doing anything even remotely impressive. By the way, the White Sox do have a double header as of today yeah. against the Kansas City Royals. And again, the White Sox have the most favorable schedule going forward of anyone in Major League Baseball. They still have another, I believe, nine games. No, I'm sorry, eight games against the Kansas City Royals. Yeah. They still have another, like, Eight games against the Detroit Tigers. Another eight games against the Twins, which I am now worried about because the Twins actually got better at the trade deadline. Um, and another few games against some other subpar teams. This team yeah. should make the playoffs, but I'm actually at the point where I don't think they're going to. Well, and that's been the reason I haven't hedged off them, man, or looked to buy off of them is only because the second half of the season – they have the easiest schedule in Major League Baseball in the American League. Look at that division. You should be beating up on the Royals. Everybody should be beating up on the Tigers. They're a dumpster fire. Everybody should be beating up on teams like the A's, even though I bet the A's last night. Huge, 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 huge mistake against the Angels, who I also hate, by the way. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if they're going to turn it around, man. I just, like I said, I don't know who that third team in the American League is. It's the Astros. It's the Yanks. I do like the Mariners. Mariners are sneaky. Toronto, I like Toronto, but I just I don't know if they can contend this year. Yeah, I get it, I get it, but yeah, there's there's just so much here to be said about some yeah. some of these teams. What do you think the trade deadline sunk any of these teams? Like truly sunk them? Like because I don't think anyone would be quote unquote sunk. I do think some of these trades are going to come back to haunt some teams. Um, the team I already mentioned, I really, truly think the Jordan Montgomery trade is going to hurt the Yankees. I Same. think at some point that's going to be like something that just it's that final knife that loses them one inning at the most unopportune moment in October. Same. I think that, no, I think that the team that hurt themselves and set themselves back was the Brewers not moving Josh Hader. I mean, because, you know, they were ready to move Devin Williams. Uh, into that closer role anyway, right? Mm -hmm. Like they want to, so they're going to try to maximize him while they have him, obviously. And they weren't going to be able to afford Josh Hader 
They didn't want to be able to afford Josh Hader, which makes sense. He's getting older. But you don't add a bat at the deadline. And my issue with that is that's a very – I mean, that's that's that and the AL Central. The NL Central and the AL Central are the worst divisions in baseball. Yeah. And you had a three-game lead over the Cardinals going into the trade deadline, and you were getting Freddie Peralta back after uh, off of the 60-day IL, right, because you didn't have him for two months coming off of an injury. You have Corbin Burns the reigning defending NL Cy Young winner. You have Brandon Woodruff. You have this bullpen. You don't add a bat or two at the deadline, and you get worse. You became a worse baseball team. They've been swept by the Pirates. They're losing to bad teams. And I don't know. I, I thought, if anything, they should have went all in. I, I don't know that you're beating the Dodgers or the Padres in a postseason series, but you're, you were going to win that division. You had a three-game lead over the Cardinals, and they pretty much sold at the deadline. So that's the team that – pisses me off a little bit um, and set themselves back, I think, was the Milwaukee Brewers in a terrible division where you should be beating up on the Cubs, the Reds, the Pirates. And instead, they just lost the series to the Pirates. They got swept by the Pirates with Corbin Burns, Freddie Peralta, and Brandon Woodruff all going, all three of your aces, man. Yeah, this is a team that um, shot themselves in the foot. Do you think that David Stearns is – too clever for his own good it seems like he's always trying to outsmart the market or outsmart the game itself and it always comes back and haunts him I mean I truly like there's not a single person that didn't look at the Brewers and be like hey this team needs some some offensive help and then they don't go out and get offensive help and the really only thing they did was subtract a all-star closer I I just I don't understand what they were going for here Hunter Renfro by the way has been very good this year Rowdy Telez has been very good this year um Yelich has been better. Yelich has been better. Yeah, I mean they've been better. Yeah, but it's not enough. Not the way. Not the way the Cardinals have been swinging the bat. Not to mention the way the Cardinals are able to pitch as well. Now that the Cardinals went ahead and added Quintana, I mean, understand they lost Mats for the year. They, yeah. they we don't know what's going on with Jack Flaherty. Yeah, and they go and they completely set themselves up by getting two arms, two arms that they needed, um, and just, yeah, I, I'm blown away that that the Brewers did nothing. Dude, look at Goldschmidt and Arenado's war this year. Like, those are two of the best hitters in all of baseball mm-hmm. in that lineup. The Cards are a scary team. If they get the pitching, if the bullpen can stay can stay consistent, they're a scary team, man. And the Brewers, yeah, I, and I agree with Stearns, man. I think sometimes he gets a little too cute. Now, in his defense, he doesn't have the luxury of just going out and trading all these prospects and spending all this money, you know, because – because the Milwaukee Brewers are obviously a small market, mid-market team. They're not the Dodgers. They're not the Yankees. They're not the Cubs. You know, they're a smaller market, obviously. So he has to try to get creative with some of these deals. But sometimes, like, Jonathan Scope a couple of years ago when he was just <laughs> hit, he was hit like 215 that year, man. And they didn't – it didn't make any sense because they didn't need him. And, like, when you think about it, what has he really done other than, okay, so the first two, three years – the uh, Lorenzo Cain signing and the Christian Yelich signing. Okay, so bringing those two guys in, huge. Um, since then, what's he done, though? I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not ripping the guy, but Brewers uh, let me down at the deadline, and I'm out on them. 